Hey, and welcome to the podcast. This is the HVAC Apprentice Podcast, and I am your host. Got a very, very good friend of mine here, man. What's up, brother? How you, how's it going, man? <laughs> Everything is good, man. It's been a long ride in. Yeah, so he came all the way down from Massachusetts, man. I want to make it very clear. He didn't come to see me, but he came by to be on the podcast because he's got some other things going on, and I really appreciate that, bro. It's all love. Thank you so much for joining well, me. No, thanks for coming here, man. It's uh, uh, I've been super excited. I love I love what you've been doing with the two different podcasts. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah dude. It's awesome, man. So, for everybody out there listening... Um, me and him, we kind of have a, almost the same amount of time in the field, almost because give or take, yeah, yeah, yeah. just just about a couple months. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you were only there for a little while on your own for a little while, exactly. Yeah, and then you started training me. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And you had no prior HVAC experience. Uh, that's not what I told them, but yeah. <laughs> One hour was like, "Do you know what you're doing?" And I was like, "Of course." <laughs> and then I got with you, and you're like, "You have no idea what you're doing, do you?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> But man, but where you are now is just like amazing. Yeah, it's it's been it's been really good. It's been kind of hard to navigate the waters of HVAC because there yeah. are a lot of companies out there that are willing to take advantage of you. But oh, yeah. once you figure out your worth and what you're able to do, it it's pretty good, man. Yeah, dude, I think that's probably one of the most important things that I learned um, just being in the trade is that the knowledge that you have, no one can take from you, so you can mm-hmm. actually put a dollar amount on your worth and. It's. It took a while to realize that. Exactly. But yeah. once you get to that point, you're like, yeah, why am I getting paid so little? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I so, mean, I started at one hour making what ten bucks an hour, like <laughs> wild, absolute. And then I'm talking to some of the union guys who are like, well, I'm I'm making thirty or I'm making forty five. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I doing so wrong that I'm not getting that money? Exactly. Yeah. Um. Are you union now? No, I actually, for political reasons, I'm not the biggest fan of unions. Yeah, I'm not a fan of unions either. But you know, I don't know much about them, so I won't say anything bad about them. Yeah. Um, but I just like the freedom I have of not being in a union, and the fact that yeah. I don't have to worry about seniority and things like that to be able to kind of get my point across and get ahead. And that's what it is, especially being HVAC. Unions are split up in a couple different ways. You can go uh, tin knocker, which is sheet metal, which is building ducts for commercial locations, things okay. like that, among yeah. other things. But the techs who actually work on it aren't all tin knockers. Some of them are, um, what was it? It wasn't pipe fitters. It was basically something that wasn't gotcha. wasn't HVAC, but gotcha. included HVAC. Yeah. So I don't like that. I don't like the fact that you're right. You don't have that freedom to quit and go wherever you want. Yeah. And of course, layoffs, things like that. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some people that are Die hard union. They make good money. And they're like, doing well, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I have nothing against that. It's just personal preference. I'm just not a fan of that. Do they get commission? Do you know? I wouldn't think so. Because yeah. union stuff is usually for like state or federal okay. or big gotcha. jobs. Gotcha. And I shouldn't say state or federal, but just big jobs in general. Yeah. So they're usually just doing their work. Yeah. So that, that is one thing I love about um, just kind of working for a different company, especially when you talk about bonuses and commissions. Because you have the opportunity to make way more money than... A yeah. person who's actually making more money than you per hour. And that's yeah. that's true, but the other side of that is that when you're going private, if you don't know your worth or don't know how to fight for those things, yeah. you make drastically less. Yes. And that's that's Almost hurtful. slave labor less. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's some of the work that I did. When I was doing one-hour stuff, I mean, there was one point in one of the summers, I was averaging 90 hours yes, a week, yes. and I was like... 
this is insane. Yes. Like, how does... How, and uh, what happened? Didn't someone, like, fall... Uh, what was that guy's name? <laughs> he, he, he fell asleep in the van in front of someone's house, and the customer had to go out and knock on his window to wake him up. Yes, dude. <laughs> What's his, it was Mike something. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. We won't say his last name. But, but oh man. I he, think yeah, I think that happened to him again at R.S. Andrews. Oh my goodness. But it was so funny. But it's, it's the same thing. It's A lot of these places overwork their guys, yeah. and if the techs don't stand up for themselves it's very easy to get dragged into that because yeah, it's it like yeah. well you're making a lot of money well no I'm not I'm just working a lot of hours and it's adding up to a bit yeah. but if I'm wasting half my life it's dude that's, my first year I made $66,000 yeah and that's that's <laughs> Pretty That's good. That's pretty good money, but dude, I but was 66, never home. Yeah, I was gonna say sixty six thousand at like eleven bucks an hour <laughs> is the entire year. That's of the working. entire year. That's what I tell anybody, dude. Like the amount of time we spent at one hour, we literally had like the equivalent of three or four years worth of service yep. in one year. You know what? What bothers me the most about that place, though, no take home vehicles. So, I lived in Hampton at the time. Okay. And we had to go to Virginia Beach. Yeah. Every morning, I have to drive from Hampton to Virginia Beach, and if my first call is in Hampton, I now have to drive back in a work van. Oh, And wow. I didn't realize how much time that was wasting. That was, like, sometimes going across the HRBT, trying to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That was two hours of traffic just to go there to get a van to make 10 bucks an hour to drive all day to not get paid. So I'm making, like, I'm spending so much on gas. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Once I went to ARS and they started giving me take-home vehicles and all that stuff, I was like, man, this is awesome. This Dang, is- so, dude, that sound, that seems so ancient to me. I don't remember if I took a, took a vehicle home or not. But I, I do know that um, one hour was literally, like, the the... It was the worst and the best experience at the same time. Honestly, yeah. Because I yeah. wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't exactly. for that. Yeah. And they, yeah. don't get me wrong, they work your ass to the bone. Yeah. But they actually train you. They put you with someone who knows what they're doing. They yeah. give you the chance. And you know what? I'll give them credit for that. They, If you're starting out, I mean, you got to eat dirt. You might as well do it all at once. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think it's for, because you didn't go to school for this. No. Mm-mm. I didn't go to school for this. And I think our learning curve was so much higher than... The guys that did go to school? Yeah. Things? Well, I still run into that issue now because now I'm actually training classes. And it's funny because I'll talk to some of the some of the guys or yeah. I'll like have someone with me for the day. They're like, where'd you go to school? I'll be like, I didn't. And so they come out of school with all this knowledge but yeah. no application. None whatsoever. And it's it it's wild to me. It's like, what's the, what's the point? Now, don't get me wrong. The science behind a lot of this stuff is hard. Like, when I started working with you, I, I never thought I'd have to use algebra for anything, you know? But I'm sitting <laughs> yeah. here using the old dial gauges, yeah, doing all that stuff. Yeah, And I, I we got to eat dirt. We learned how to do all that stuff. But now I have, like, nice Testo there gauges. There you go, man. That hey, Digi's the way, dude. It's, it's, it's the, the best. It's amazing. Yeah. Do yeah. you use, um, so uh, I know Testo has their own little, mm-hmm. you know, uh, program that they use. Do you use that or do you actually use uh, something else? No, it, it the ones that I have have temperature clamps on the side. Yeah. That once I plug it up, hook those up, I can just get like, you know, indoor web bulb, dry bulb, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. But it calculates subcool, calculates yeah, superheat, yeah, yeah. does everything for you. Like yeah. I, I just use what's on the screen there. But there's I know no there's one. new ones. There's uh I just saw these the other day that they're selling them at um uh, FW Web up north. Okay. And they're they are wireless ones that you screw in. And that's it. They don't have they don't have hoses coming off them. Nothing. They're, oh, the transducer probes. Yeah, yeah I got those. They're, they're nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's dude, wild. It's, dude, I love them, man. Especially when I don't have to actually bring out my gauges. Yeah. Now, like, uh, if there's a situation where like the system's super old or like yeah. just never been maintained, 
I'll use my gauges because I don't want to mess up my probes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'll use those as a backup. But um, there's a, I mean, it's a lot of good information for techs now to kind of get really fast and really good in the in the field. You know yeah. what I mean? Like without actually making a lot of mistakes. And I know for us, we made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> Starting up, we made a lot. <laughs> Wild mistakes. Like <laughs> bad. Um, oh, geez. Let's start. One of the first things that I, tune-ups that I did on my own, I forgot to put the. Uh, it was a blower motor that I was like going through, cleaning out. All yeah. stuff. I put it back in. I hooked one one leg up to the capacitor, and the other one for the blower capacitor, I didn't. Yeah, you just up. left it. Okay. And it touched. It grounded out. And when it did, uh, the capacitor caught on fire. <laughs> I'm driving away. Right. This is at one hour. This is at one hour. This is like only a couple of weeks after starting. I'm driving away, and I get a call from dispatch, and they're like, "You got to go back there." right now and I was yeah. like why they're like you know that place is a daycare right and I was like oh, oh. and they go there's black smoke coming out of the vents <laughs> and I was like oh no so I had to go back I had to convince them that I didn't catch their house on fire yeah. I replaced the like but it's dumb little things like yeah, that like yeah, yeah. I promise you, I never made that mistake ever again. Like, <laughs> let a daycare on fire yeah, once, and that's dude, it. I mean, I know. I just remember going back behind some of the other techs, and the biggest thing at like one hour was they would always leave the disconnect out. Always the biggest thing. But the one time. particular time, uh, well, actually a couple times, there were you know technicians that actually wired the compressor backwards on the capacitor Ooh. and ended up killing the motor and the compressor at the same time. Ugh. So it's like stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, if you have a company that allow you to have those type of mistakes and yeah. not fire you, that's a blessing, man, because you can really... Yeah. And I'm, one of the things I, I, I have to give one hour credit to is that the training is good. Yeah. But the other side is that um, I didn't realize I appreciated this this much until I went away to other companies was um, how much I get to talk to other techs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I find yeah, that yeah. when I'm on my own, I might go into my office once a week, once every other week. But when I was going to a meeting every morning and I could be like, hey, what about this? Hey, what about... And I could get all my dumb questions out of the way. Yeah. That was better training than anything else that exactly. I got anywhere yeah. else. And it's... It, it is... Yeah. Like, I, I did like one hour for the way they yeah. they took care of that kind of stuff. Yeah, that, I, I forgot about that. Because the camaraderie there was just always just it nice, was. man. But it also meant that because you knew them better, when you did make those mistakes, it was seen as um, it was seen as training opportunities. Yeah, and, and I got to give them credit. They were, everything except for the hours, they were fair on. Like, yeah. They were like, if you do your stuff, that's fine. It was just... The hours were brutal, man. They were brutal. So I've, I've heard that they've changed a lot. Yeah, um, I heard they went to shift work, actually. Yeah, they went to shift work. Yeah. Good for Which them. is, you know, the, the crazy part is, as I'm... You know, growing as a technician, I was just so used to working those amount of hours that every time I got a raise, I'm like, I would get the raise and calculate it by 90 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, it's not adding up right. I'm but, not making as much. But I would go to other companies and tell them, that, like, how many hours have you worked in the past yeah. per week? And yeah. I'd be like, oh, like 90 or so? And they'd go, no way. Yeah. They'd be like, you're, you're full. Like, there's no way. You'd be getting four or five hours of sleep a night. And I'm like... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What, what's your point? Yes, that's what it was. Is this is this not the norm? Like yeah. but now like I don't work weekends now. I get okay, a, yeah. I'm off by like four or five at the latest, even in the middle of summer. Like yeah. it's the place I work at is amazing. Now don't get me wrong, the boss is a little bit of hard ass, but he's very intelligent. Um when I when I transferred from ARS uh what was it, Portsmouth at the time? Aren't yeah. you guys in yep. Chesapeake now? Or I aren't think, they in yeah, Chesapeake? Yeah, I think they're in Chesapeake, yeah. Um when I transferred up, the guy who owns it, it's kind of like a franchise type deal, um, he put me through another interview. Because at first, he actually didn't want to hire me. 
Okay, yeah. He was like, I'm full up. We can't transfer you. So I was like, look, man, just give me a shot. And he sat me down. And we had a long interview where he started with like, okay, what's a capacitor? And ended with oh, like, wow. but then it ended with like, what's a shunted compressor and how do you fix it? Yeah. And I'm like, yo, this guy, he, he knows, he knows his stuff. And yeah. it's impressive. And he is very serious about like, he's been doing this for 30 something years. He wants it done his way. And I can respect that. I yeah. understand it. But yeah. They don't overwork us. They don't kill us. Anytime I ask for anything, they give it to me. If I need a, if I, if I need a tool, they'll buy me the tool. Yeah. If I need to leave early, they'll let me. Like whatever yeah, I yeah. need, they give me. And it's yeah. It's, when you when you get a cut, a company like that, that kind of has your back. Yeah. It's it's it makes a world of a difference, man. And I that's mean, why I won't leave. Yeah. It's a good yeah. it, it, up there. At least it's been really good to me. Yeah. That's how Worley's is, man. Worley's is actually a really good company to work for, and it's dude. I've had more training at this company and I've only been here for a year than I've had with the other four companies I work with. What do with. you guys do? So is it just HVAC or is it... No, we do uh, plumbing, electrical, crawl space. Nice. Uh, I mean, we <laughs> we do a lot. Best part it's, about the North is no crawl spaces. Seriously. Oh my God. Not... All basements? 99.9% are basements. Yeah. I like the basements. It's, Oh, that's but you got you got like oil heat and we do yeah yeah, yeah. but I, I don't oil, I don't bro. have to work on oil I you mean I, I have my oil license yeah. and I do know how to work on it but because I'm now up north you don't see heat pumps very often gotcha. and when you do there's only like one or two techs that know how to do it yeah and they're all from the north so they only see them every once in a while where I came from here working so you here see which them all the time yeah heat pumps every single day yeah. AC all day like I can do that stuff with my eyes closed so now I train other guys in that and I'm like our main I do all of our heat pump stuff and it's it's that is dope, man. Job security, man. So five years in the field. Yeah, about five. five Zero or six knowledge. Yep. To training guys in the field. Yep. Yeah, and the difference is, I think the drive that you had and the drive that I had pushed us in the direction that we're in now. I agree, and, yeah. and I gotta say, you 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 were a good teacher, man. Like, like <laughs> <Appreciate> well, except. <laughs> 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 All right, I have to I have to tell the story. All right, so I, this is my favorite HVAC story of all time because, like I said, when I'm when I'm training techs, if I have someone riding with me, if they go to their first call and they're like, you know, your first time talking to a customer, mm-hmm. you're like, man, this is weird, this is awkward, I suck, I feel like a sales guy, like, yeah, you're like, no, their shit's actually broken, you got to offer it, and you just kind of stumble through it, right? And the guys will come out and they'll be like, man, that was, I'll go, how do you think you did? They go, oh, that was that was bad, man, that was rough, and I go, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I go, don't feel bad. <laughs> and I tell people about how Lamont Page was my trainer. <laughs> and the very first call I ever go to was with one hour heating and air. And they have you, uh, what did they call it? Their little elevator, elevator speech thing yeah. where you had to go, hi, I'm Daniel. Yes. I'm with one, uh, one hour heating and air. Today I'm here to tune up your furnace. <laughs> and they have this whole thing that you have to memorize. And I was like, okay, let's, let's think this through. And it's my first time trying to recite it. And there's a part where you have to ask, uh, or you have to tell them, all of our texts are drug tested and background checked. And I just remember, (laughs) this is the most embarrassing thing. And I was stumbling through it, and I'm like, as a white guy, I'm like, all right, all of our texts are, um, uh, uh, and I'm forgetting the words. And I look over at you, and I'm I'm like, uh, drug tested and background checked. And I'm looking at you, a black man, and I'm looking at the customer who's also a black man, and you go... Why you gotta look at the black man when you say drug tested and background checked? And I'm sitting here going, holy shit. First time ever at a call and my life is ruined. What can I even say here to not sound like a racist? And the customer's just dead staring at me too. And I'm like, 
like looking back and forth going, please, someone help me. And then you both just start laughing. You're like, we're just kidding. And I, like that day, I was like, I'm going to quit. HVAC sucks. I am never coming back here again. Dude, but it makes you for the, have fun, man. Seriously, it was the most yeah. terrifying moment. But honestly, like after that. Dude, you were killing it. Well, because I got all the embarrassing shit out of the exactly. way. Like, that was yeah. horrifyingly embarrassing. But every time I'm like, well, can't be that bad at least. <laughs> so, but once I got through that and once I got to that side and like, you helped me a lot with explaining things and stuff. And like, yes, there are sales guys in HVAC. Yeah. But when you're on the service side, like, yes, there are certain things you sell, but there are also things that you actually have to tell them. Exactly. Yeah. And you have to make sure that when you're telling them legitimate things that they need, that you're not coming across like a sales guy. Yeah. Because... What do they say? It doesn't matter how well you did the job. It matters how well they, they think you they did think you at did the job. It. Yeah, exactly. And so it's important to make sure you actually can go through that without embarrassing yourself and while sounding professional. And I think that's that's the reason that I excelled so hard because you really did show me the best way to, I hate to say dumb it down for a customer, but yeah. you have to. You have yeah, to you explain have to. it to someone who doesn't know HVAC and all that. And it just became natural after a while, you know? Like, everyone has that, like, oh, I guess this makes sense now moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, dude, like, when I tell you guys he was killing it, I mean, he would run circles around me after. And, I mean, we'd, we'd go through the little meeting at the end of the yep. month, and they'd, they'd call everybody's names out, the guys that were doing the top, you know, uh, sales or, you know, whatever whatever it was that they were doing. And dude was up there with the guy that's, that's been doing it for how long? 15 yeah. plus years? I beat him one month, but yeah. every other month I was second, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. then I went to um, RSA, yeah. and I was just, I was crushing it just there, kill man. It, man. It was it was, yeah. And it was good. And it, honestly, like again, one hour we had a lot of good training where the way yeah. they had it set up where I watch you for a while, you kind of explain things as we go along, because HVAC isn't hard. It's Not just, at all, yeah. It's just don't be stupid. Like Do what you're supposed to do. And that's it. Yeah. But once it got to the point where, like, uh, and this is why I really did, like, one hour, is that got to a point where you say, okay, Dan, go ahead. You start doing it, and I'm just going to watch over you. Yeah. Which at first I was like, man, this motherfucker is so lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like he doesn't want to do the job. And then I was like, oh, no. Now that I'm a trainer, I'm like, okay, no, I get it. Like, Dude, when I tell you, (laughs) when I had to get to that point where I'm like, okay, guys, you do it yourselves, I was bored out my mind, dude. Horrible, right? Because I hate it. Even now, like. So when I got to Whirly's, they taught me oil, cool. and yeah. so I've only been doing oil for a year now. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to say the first day, I'm watching the guy do oil, and I'm like, dude, please, man, just let me get in there, just, <laughs> just let me do like, my thing, bro. But you have to let them go <laughs> yeah, through. They're gonna to. fumble with stuff. They're gonna break yep. little parts. Like yeah. you're going to break all that stuff. And the problem is, I see a lot of, especially younger techs now, having the issue where they come in the field, they break something, and are immediately discouraged. Yeah. And yep. I'm like, man, if you know how much shit I've broken in houses, exactly. Like, yeah. Just don't steal anything. Just don't be an <laughs> idiot. Don't swear at the customer. Don't talk about politics. Yeah. But even if you break something. Who cares? You can fix it. You're, yeah, you you're a repair it, yeah. guy. That's that's yeah. your job. Like, yeah. just be presentable yeah. and just do your job. And it's it it really does become pretty simple over time. And dude, I don't know how many times I've become MacGyver in the field because <laughs> <laughs> something is that I need is not available, and yep. you just have to kind of make it up on the fly. And um, the good thing is though, the company that I'm with now mm-hmm. will allow me to go back and correct it, not keep the yes the little redneck type. And that is important because yeah. there are some like there are sometimes where you have to make that 
that that yeah. fix just to, to kind of give them, yeah, just kind of keep them working. Something like yeah. I, and I, a lot of people go, well, why would you leave an unsafe situation or do it like that? It's like, well, first of all, it's not unsafe. I just have it set up in a way that it's not supposed to be. Exactly. Doesn't yeah. make it wrong. It just makes it not right. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, <laughs> when you go to someone's house, it's every situation is different. If you're at some old man or woman's house and you know they're bedridden, can't do anything, they need AC. They need AC. They need like, heat. Yeah. You can't go, oh, I'm sorry, I can't use electrical tape on this, so you're going to have to deal with... Like, you can't do that, man. Like, you know... Yeah, I mean, there are times when... So, like, there was an an example not even two or three weeks ago where I had to actually cut the pressure switches out and fuse them together. And I'm looking at the pressures. You can look at the pressures and see if your pressures are going to go to the point where it's dangerous. Yeah. And I mean, and if if not, then it's okay to leave it like that for a day or two to kind of get them AC or whatever. But... Dude, I just I thank you for the journey, man, because a lot of guys think when they first get in the field that they have to have that 15, 20, 25 year mark before they really start making money. And that's just not the case. It's it's not. It's yeah. it's. And once you get to that point, like I like I've never hit the six figure mark until I started doing HVAC and it was within yeah. the first five years. And that's. Yeah, that's absurd. That's big. That, that is big, dude. That's yeah. with no training, no school. Well, yeah. not I shouldn't say no training, no so, formal training. Exactly. No yeah. school, nothing like that. Yeah. Just to step into a field and go, okay, this is what I can do. Oh, this is actually not that hard. Just yeah. use your brain for a while and then make that money. That that's wild to me. Yeah. A lot of these, you know, schools you go four or six years, whatever the case is, for whatever degree you're trying to get. All for what, fifty, sixty? Exactly. Yeah. And the trades are bleeding right now, man. Like I don't know how it's been down here, but up north, we're dying for new blood. Like, so, and, and that's the reason why I started the podcast to begin with, because we would have new guys that come on. And then as soon as the summer wave hits or as soon as the winter wave hits, they like, no, I, I want to do something else. I'm, I'm working yeah. in the office or doing something different. And it's like once they get past that and you can actually figure out that, OK, the heat is not that bad to work in. The cold is not that bad to work in, especially when you look the reward on the other side of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's. It's so rewarding and it's so fulfilling. So the crazy part is my boys actually want to go into the trades. Really? And that's big for me because Good. their mom pushed the college. And I, you know, I'm not a, I didn't go to college. I got my GED and yeah. I make more money than the people I went, <laughs> went to school with that went to college. Wild? That's that's <laughs> nuts to me. That, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So, um, and like you said, it, it happened in a very short period of time. I think one of the big things is that we got to get rid of the stigma around trade work. Because growing up, especially in New England, where, you know, I'm right in here, like, I'm 20 minutes from Harvard and MIT. Oh, yeah. And, like, all these, like, big colleges in the area. And so it's very high education. Everything has to be college. Everything does. And, I I mean, I didn't come from a rich family or anything like that, so I I couldn't afford it. I just couldn't. So when I got out of the Navy, I started, I just said, okay, you know what, fuck it. I'll just jump into a trade until I figure out what I want to do. And then like, that's normally what happens. <laughs> yeah. And then like a year into it, I'm like, wait, 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 how are these people pulling up in these nice cars? How are they having these? Yeah. Ni- like they're doing tune ups on systems and they're living in this nice house. Yeah. Like, no way. Like that's. But yeah, honestly, if 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 we can get rid of that stigma behind it and make people think it's not it's not a dirty work, it's necessary work that is never going away. Exactly. Ever. Yeah. yeah. It's that's. Yeah. It's worth it. And it the is. good thing is you don't have to work for a company. True. You don't have to work for yourself in a way where you have your own HVAC business. Yeah. I mean, these are skills and trades that you can actually, I mean, if you fix houses, people are going to need an HVAC technician. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to need plumbers. They're going to need electricians. They're going to need carpenters. So the trades, they're not slowing down. 
That's true. So, I mean, for me, getting into the trade was something that was supposed to hold me over until I got my real job. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know and I know I mean? that everyone starts that way. Yeah. You know? And it's like when I really like just got a liking to it. Like, I've, So my thing was I, didn't, I never focused on the money the first few years. I wanted to focus on just my skill, being able to learn the trade and being able to like perfect like my approach to the trade. I did not. I was dead broke. I just, was like, <laughs> I just need a couple dollars, please, guys. <laughs> I was just broken. Needed. To, I went to the first person that hired me, and they're like, "Do you know what you're doing?" And I was like, "Of course I do." Totally full of shit, and they knew it. But it worked out either way, man. It did, and, yeah. and it's it's dope, man, because I get to see where you came from. You get to see where I came from. Yeah. The apartment that I was in with six kids. I remember that, and yeah. I was like, "Okay, this isn't like like you know you don't want everyone to talk shit, but you're like, yeah. whoa." But then you see that <laughs> to like one day you're pulling yeah. up in this nice ass car, and I'm yeah. like, wait. What? And yeah. then now I come down here and like you have this beautiful house and I go Appreciate this like <laughs> this is wild. Like yeah. like I hear people with one and two kids struggling struggling yeah, with this definitely. kind of stuff. And I'm like, yo, he's fixing ACs and furnaces and he's got six kids and look what he can provide like Yeah. That this is a Dude. this is a very important job. Yeah. Like I mean yeah. we were important enough to be essential workers. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. And Did I you think guys miss a day at all? I missed a day because I wanted to. Yeah, we only didn't because shut I wanted down to. at yeah. all. We completely kept going. Yeah, dude, we actually picked up as soon as. So, like when the pandemic hit, um, some you know it kind of died down just a little bit because people were just kind of scared at first, of it. Yeah, and then as soon as they stayed in their house and found out how uncomfortable their house was, <laughs> <laughs> that's the same thing, nonstop. Yeah, so phone even off the hook. So even in the slowest season, which I, this is why I like HVAC because I like working through the terrible seasons. Yeah, and I like having fall and spring to kind of relax. Yeah, this fall has been wild. We've yeah. been nonstop phones off the hook, but yeah. everyone's at their house going, "Oh crap, my shit's broken." Yeah, now. that's good, man. Yeah. It's good, and it's it's uh. It's afforded me something that I was not able to do before. And, you know, with me not, yeah. not having an education whatsoever, um, well, having a GED, everybody looked at me like I was a failure of the family. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, now they're looking at me like, dude, like, put me on. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's wild. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it's the biggest thing I can tell people is, like, stick with it. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna break so much stuff. You're gonna have so many difficulties. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna run into problems, but it is worth it. It's a skill that you can go literally anywhere and have yes. a job, no matter where you are. And actually, you know, it's funny. I was um, talking with someone about how to, like, they were telling me about how they're trying to register. Uh, what is it? They're trying to get Canadian citizenship. That's what it is. Mm. And they, um, you have to take a test for it. And one of them is skilled trade. And they have a point system. If you meet a certain number of points, then you oh, qualify wow. for it. Yeah. And so they have, like, medical workers, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, different types of, of doctors and all this kind of stuff. But then they have trades. Skilled trades yeah. are one of those. Like, retail's not on there. But you're seeing <laughs> HVAC worker gives a huge number of points for oh, it. Oh, wow. You're seeing electricians, things like this. And if you have five years of experience in that, that's... A huge so it even helps and even if you want to go to another country and get oh, citizenship wow. there that's, dude I've never thought about that it's nuts because they want to make sure you're a useful member of society yeah, and yeah. that's that's how they do it dude, and that's yeah. it's incredible it's 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 an anywhere job that can no matter what feed your family like yeah that's why I, I think the thing I love most about this trade is the fact that I can go anywhere pull up you know and whatever I have on mm-hmm. and people automatically think I sell drugs <laughs> 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 Especially when I had the locks, dude. People automatically thought I sold drugs, <laughs> and I could tell them, "No, dude, I do HVAC." So, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> and that's and that's true because you know, like I'm with Brianna, who yeah. looks very professional, is 
you know, she she looks like someone who's going to be a doctor one day. Yeah. But then there's me, who I look like a jackass, man. Like, let's be honest. Like, Dude, I got, oh, I got. You look like a rocker, like, man. That's, okay, that's, that's, that's the same freaking thing. dope, bro. <laughs> that's the same thing. But like, I got tattoos on my hands. I got tattoos yeah. on my neck. Like, I walk in, and it's, it's it may not be. Do you sell drugs? But it's like, are you gonna rob me today? Yeah. yeah. Or what? <laughs> But I can do that, and it doesn't affect my job. It doesn't exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Again, they only care about the quality of your work. Yeah. Am I getting callbacks? Am I having to go back out after exactly, something broke? Yeah. No. Yeah. So yeah. Who cares? Dude, I will tell you, man. So being black in this trade is there are some drawbacks because I do get the person that kind of peeks their head out and looks at the van to make mm-hmm. sure I'm actually pulled up in the van. You know what I mean? I remember then, we talked a lot about this when, when you were training me and stuff yeah. about like the racial differences between it. Yeah. I, I can't imagine, man. Like. But all of it goes away as soon as I start working. As soon as they, because, I mean, the majority of my, I would say about 60 to 70% of the customers who don't trust me, watch me the whole time. And halfway through, they're like, hey, you got free reign of the house. If you know what you're doing, you know what you're doing. You know, And and people legitimately recognize that. Because, you know, there's always the guy who, like, Hey, I just gotta go to my truck for one second. <laughs> calls calls their 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 manager. That was like, us. They're like, "Hey, what am I doing here?" And then, oh, try this. Go back in. If it doesn't work, come back out and call me. But you don't want to look like an asshole in front of the customer. Like yeah. that kind of yeah. like they know that kind of. They're not yeah. stupid. Yeah. But if you know what you're doing, like, I mean, you've had that, Mister Know What? Like it's always the engineers, always the engineers. <laughs> but when you show up and they're like, "Well, what about this, this, this?" and you go, "Look." I'm the professional. Exactly. You're paying me. This is why we can't. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And immediately, whether there, it's an age difference, whether it's a yeah. race difference, whether yeah. it's tattoos, whatever, they immediately go, okay, if you know what you're talking about, yeah. I'll yeah. leave you alone. And, it's, and that's what I love about the trade, man. It's it's almost it's a universal language in a way. Yeah. Where, I, I mean, if any barrier was, in, was there before, it kind of gets shut down as soon as you start working. And you show them that... You care just about just as much as about their equipment as they do, yep. and because your job is to kind of make them comfortable. There was only one time where I went to a guy's house and he saw me and he called the office and was like, "No, I don't want this guy here." I remember that. Do you remember yeah. what they did to that guy? They yeah. were like, "You're not our customer yeah, anymore." Exactly. And yeah. that that to me was a really big deal. Yeah. What, was that that was I think RSA, it was right? Yeah, because that, yeah, that was Bill. Shout out Bill Estler, man. He was oh, a really, really cool dude. Wonderful yeah. man. Yeah. Super caring. He was so nice to me during my time there. Yeah. That guy's amazing. But, yeah. um, yeah, he. I, I remember they called about that. And he, I remember him talking about that in one of the meetings. He was like, here's what happened. I told them not to be our customer anymore. And I was like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> okay, Bill's putting it down, but I yeah. can appreciate that. And that's the thing, man. I like. I appreciate it. And, like, Worley's where I work now. They, I mean, super, super good dudes, man. Yeah. Um, they care about everybody that works there. And, uh. It's different when you go from a company that you feel like doesn't really care about you to yeah. working for a company that feels like, oh, they, you really got my back. It makes the world a difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's dope. Hey, man, I appreciate you coming, dude. Look, hey, look, you. tell everybody how they can find you on Instagram. Uh, oh, my goodness. What's my what's my Instagram? Is it handle? still Terrafin? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, oh, my goodness. I never use my. So if AP. you guys want any motivation on why you should stay in the trades. Look at this dude's Instagram. So Terrapin, T E R R A H P I N underscore. I mean, it. it eleven cars. Eleven cars. <laughs> like I live. So Log cabin. Here, eleven. Here's here's my here's my brag. All right, I'm just gonna go throw it out there. Um, I. <laughs> this is nuts. So I got to move up to Boston. Um, 
I, I, one of the most expensive areas to live. Like Boston is. Yeah. This isn't a brag. This is horrible. Like the living <laughs> expenses in Boston is miserable. But so I live just outside of a bo- of Boston in a log cabin right next to a lake with my eleven cars. Hey. And so it's like you know what. Dude, that's the life I'm trying to get to. Yeah. <laughs> so it's me and my dog. I'm home by five every day. Like, it's yeah. it's a good life. It really is. And yeah. I got to say thank you. Like, thank you for training me. Like, that. that's such dude, a huge no, deal. Thank you for keeping in touch, man, because you're super awesome. This dude got me on screen. I don't know what this. I don't know what the genre is called, but he put me on screen music. <laughs> oh, uh, like metalcore and hardcore. Yeah. 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 Hey, yo, it's funny because there have been times where I'm literally just listening to your like stuff in my car and black people pull up to me. Like, bro, what are you listening <laughs> to? <laughs> but it's yeah. so funny because you got you got me on on Kendrick with you were like so overhyped yeah. about rigor mortis and you were like dude you gotta listen to this and now it's the opposite I'll be sitting someplace like at, at a light like listening to that and I'll look over and someone's like what, what the fuck are you doing man <laughs> that was dope but man. no it was yeah. good and I guess that's probably the last piece of advice I could give to someone is get a good mentor yeah cause even definitely. when I moved away like I messaged you a couple times and was yeah. like hey I'm looking at this system what am I doing wrong here yeah that is the most useful tool you could ever have 100%. is a good mentor that actually gives a shit about their work, actually yeah. gives a shit about you. Like, yeah. that's wild. That, no that's doubt, why man. I had to hit you up when yeah. I came down, man. No doubt, man. No doubt. My, my, my philosophy has always been if I know more than you, that means I work harder than you. So if you know just as much as I, as I do, we can split the load evenly. Yeah. And it makes everything easy. Hey, I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch y'all next time.